0: How's it going today, guys? This is Brandon, one half of the Football Frame of Mind podcast, and today we're going to be doing week five recap of the NFL, had some really cool matchups, some games that turned out ways I thought they would, and ones that I definitely did not think they would have go. But before we go any further, just want to thank you guys for all the support, We thank you guys for subscribing, for liking all of our videos, all of our audio content, and we're just so grateful for you guys. Uh, once again, thank you to Off The Ball Network for them allowing us to use their platform and be able to make new content and reach more fans as well. And I just want to thank my partner Cam. He's got a lot going on right now, so you guys just keep him in your prayers. And uh, just get, show him some love for all the hard work he's put in as well. Now, if I'm getting into week five, I'm going to go through over about four games. With the first one, I'm just going to get it out of the way. Uh, you guys know that I'm a Patriots fan and I'm not gonna lie, I took you know, I took my West Welker jersey out this Sunday. You know, I was ready to watch some football. And you know, I know we had been struggling, but I was hopeful to at least have a somewhat of a decent game. But man, this game was over from the beginning of the game. The Saints throttled the Patriots 34 to zip, put a 34 piece on top of them, skunked them. Man, this game was never competitive. Man, our offense was abysmal. Mac Jones couldn't get anything done. In his defense, our offensive line did struggle tremendously against that Saints pass rush. The secondary played really well for the Saints. But in moments, even with the offensive line maybe not struggling as much, quarterback position, man, you have to be able to improvise. You have to be able to make throws. And, man, they had sometimes that he was in the pocket, and maybe he had a little pressure. But, man, he's missing guys left and right, just turning the ball over and just not helping us in a position to win. Uh, Bailey Zappi came in and he didn't play too bad with the limited time that he had. But man, with Bill Belichick, man, you've got to be sitting there scratching your head, sitting here at one and four on the year, wondering where did we go wrong? I mean, you have Mac Jones, you have Bailey Zappi, and you have a guy you took late in the draft this year with Malik Cunningham, who I think could really be a really good piece for them in the long term of things. But I think as of right now, I think you're just trying to get your offense together because I don't think the the Patriots' defense is terrible. But, I mean, that defense is on the field pretty much the entire game. And Derek Carr and that Saints offense with Alvin Kamara and crew, man, they put up 34 points in that Patriots' defense, very unlike them. They're not usually a defensive unit to give up a lot of points. So I'd like to see how they're going to go forward and how, what Bill's going to do going forward to try to get this offense rock and rolling again. The next game I'd like to talk about, which is a game which I wanted to preview last week, and I did happen to preview, and that was Houston at Atlanta. This game was pretty interesting. Uh, not a high-scoring game, but, you know, some younger, hungry teams trying to fight and establish themselves in their own respective divisions. And, man, it looked like going towards the end of this game that the Houston Texans were going to pull this out. Stroud didn't have a bad game, but, man, I have been an advocate for Desmond Ritter since he was at Cincinnati Atlanta drafted him he sat behind Marcus Mariota last year and a lot of people just thought he was just going to be a roster spot that Atlanta was going to go and get somebody else they thought they were going to go get Lamar Jackson they thought maybe they'll go draft a quarterback in this past year's draft but no man they they roll with Ritter and Desmond Ritter brings them to the end and wins them this game man he looked really good I think it was a career high in passing yards. I think he had over 300 yards passing. Correct me if I'm wrong, but man, like this guy has the tools, man. And it seems like Arthur Smith is really just all in on Desmond Ritter, and they're not looking that bad. They have good players on defense. They only gave up 19 points, and man, that offense came up clutch when they needed to, and man, they got the win which is putting them in good standing in the NFC South. It's going to be between them, the Bucs, and the Saints. We're going to kind of see how that's going to play out. I mean, with the Saints winning and the Falcons winning, now they're both sitting at 3-2 while the Tampa, Bay Buc- the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are at 3-1. But if I'm going to go to a game that, man, I-, I didn't think this game was going to go the way I called it. Uh, it was a really good matchup between two of the younger, more elite, prominent quarterbacks in the AFC and in the league in itself. And that's Trevor Lawrence versus Josh Allen. I'm talking about Jacksonville at Buffalo. Man, like, I thought it was a hot take to pick the Jags in this game. But, man, like, they came to play. And that's not saying that Josh Allen had a bad game. He threw 4-3 in the yards. He did have a pick. But it wasn't a high-scoring affair. I mean, it was a 25-20 game. It was back and forth. I think it just came down to who was going to make more plays and who wanted it more. And on Sunday, man, that was Jacksonville. I'm really proud of where the Jaguars have grown, man, even since Urban Meyer has left the culture they've uh, established. And, man, now that you have Lawrence, you have Etienne, you have Ingram, you have Christian Kirk, and now you have Calvin Ridley back in that offense, man. T-Law and them boys are going to cook, man. And Jacksonville came out, and they made a statement win because, man, they would have lost that game. Now you're looking at Jacksonville sitting at 2-3 in an AFC South that's kind of mid at best. But, man, uh, Buffalo's still sitting at 3-2, so they're not looking bad right now. But, man, Jacksonville, that was a must win. And, man, that's a very impressive win to be able to go at Buffalo, which isn't an easy place to play. And you got a nice statement win. And I'd like to see how this is going to go moving forward. But, hey, great win from the Jaguars. I'm interested to see where it goes. Now... The last game, and look, this was my biggest game going into this weekend, this past weekend, and uh, I didn't think it was going to necessarily go this way, but we're just going to talk about it anyway. Nothing more really crazy to say about this game, but I'm talking about Dallas and San Fran. The 49ers, just like I said in my preview video that, man, the 49ers just ran and threw all over Dallas. They just could not contain that offense and Dallas just could not get anything going on their offense, man. They, they give up 42. And Dak and crew just could only put up 10 points in that Niners defense. Man, like, the Niners are on a mission. I have I cannot say this enough that, man, like, they are on a mission. That defense looks solid. And the offense, like I said before, has continued to improve week in and week out. Man, like, you just cannot go wrong But the way they're playing right now, man. And honestly, in my opinion, the Eagles are, I keep saying that they're the favorite. But man, I'm starting to wonder if maybe the 49ers are going to establish themselves as the favorite out of the NFC. Because, man, they are winning in convincing fashion. And I like, look, we're only five games in. I know, I know I should probably pump the brakes a little bit, but man, they're looking really good. And I just don't see many other teams in the NFC or the NFL as a whole that are going to get in the Niners' way of making it back to the Super Bowl for the first time in, what, like three years? I think when they played Kansas City and they came up short. But, man, I think the Niners are on a mission. And I'm going on a hot take, man. I mean, I could say hot take, but I think they're the favorite over the Eagles at this point, for sure. And, I mean, they have a lot of good matchups going into next week. Man, some teams that came up good won last this past week. Man, I hope y'all, I know y'all seen that Jonathan Taylor finally agreed the terms with the Colts. Unfortunately, Anthony Richardson's looking like he's going to be sidelined for a few weeks. He's going to be on injured reserve for a little while. So that's not looking too good. You look at Denver, man. Denver is not sitting in a good place. You guys, if anybody's seen how that game ended, man, it was just atrocious, man. Denver is just not looking very good. Russell Wilson is just his seat is burning hot, and Sean Payton, you can see the visible frustration on his face on the sidelines during this past game, man. They just – I don't know what is going on, but just like Cam said previously, man, Denver, like – if something does not shake up like now, then you're definitely going to see Russ probably get kicked to the curb. I don't see them letting go of Sean. I think Sean is a staple for them. I think he's going to really try to establish a culture. But I just don't know if I see Russell being a part of that culture as a whole. But I'm, I've am i digressed a little bit. This is more or less just a recap show. Week 5, what happened, what didn't happen. Now, I will be going ahead and knocking out a week 6 as well. So you guys should keep An idea for that. Keep your eyes open. I'm gonna be doing a preview for week six as well. But for the time being, guys, just thank you guys for all the great support. Man, like this this podcast is so fun. Before we started this, I had been wanting to do this for a long time, and I thought I was just gonna do like local college football. And uh, Cam was already doing something with another buddy of his, and we started talking about it, and just seemed like it was a really cool idea. And we put our heads together, and we started with this. We've been doing this since June, and we're sitting over almost 9,000 subscribers. I mean, it's been awesome. You know, I'm not going to be prideful, but, man, you guys have been awesome. Uh, you all support has been awesome. The views, the likes, the subscriptions, man, we are just so grateful, and just thank you guys for that. And, man, I said it before the video, but thanks to Off The Ball Network, man. That's some crazy bunch of guys that love sports love football basketball baseball all that kind of stuff so you guys should check out their platform as well if y'all want to check out some more really good sports related content very dedicated really good content on that end thanks to them again for allowing us to use their platform to be able to expand and be able to reach out to more more of a bigger audience if you, i can say so myself and uh like i said if you guys could just uh keep coming your prayers it would be greatly appreciated, man. He works really hard to make sure that we put out really good content on a very consistent and good basis. But thanks to him to all the hard work he does. And, man, thanks, you guys. I'll see you guys in our week six preview. This is Brandon with the Football Frame and Mind Podcast signing off.